Hey everyone, it's Moose of Doom here with another episode of the Moose of Doom podcast. Uh, today we're going to continue with part two of how to get a business plan started, and we'll be going over the idea of the next couple of sections, market strategies and competitive analysis. So with that, let's go ahead and dive in. So yesterday we talked about the idea of the executive summary uh, only briefly uh, because we will come back to that. Uh, and we talked about generating your initial idea and then writing the business description section. So the next section that you need to consider is called market strategies. This is where you define your market. You know How big is it? How is it structured? Who are the major players in it? Uh, how is it trending? Is it growing? Is it shrinking? Is it stagnant? Uh, is there new technology or some new process in it that is creating a new frontier for, for new businesses such as yours to take advantage of? These are ideas that you would want to research and illuminate in this segment of the business plan. And really what you're trying to break this down into is who are your potential customers and how are they most likely to interact with your product or service? Uh, and then how much of this potential market that you have, so say uh, you were targeting um, women between the ages of 30 and 40 uh, who have two kids, for example, then you want to determine A, how big is that market? And B, how much of that market can you capture with your product or service? Uh, and basically, if you were trying to capture investors or the attention of people who might um, be interested in partnering with you, they're going to want to know these metrics and how you think you are going to capture that market. Because at the end of the day, everybody's going to be using that to calculate their return on their investment when they partner or invest in your company. And if you're not looking for investors of any kind or you're not seeking funds, you still want to know who your market is because if you are targeting women between the ages of 30 and 40 that have uh, two or more children, then you don't want to be running advertising campaigns that target males between the ages of 18 and 21. The, the, those, those things don't necessarily cross over. And so you want to make sure that your advertising and your branding and everything like that meshes well with your target market. Um, you'll want, you'll want to know when and how this market is going to interact with your product or service. Uh, is it something that they can only use between certain hours or during certain times of the year? Um, is it something that is difficult for them to get a hold of unless they do something else first? For example, if you are developing a smartphone app, it is there assumed that your target market is cell phone users who also know how to use smartphones. There are still people out there that do not know or have a smartphone. And so you cannot immediately assume things about a target market. You, you know, if, if you are targeting certain individuals, you need to make sure you whittle down the into the minutia of what it is these people like, what they do on a regular basis, their disposable income, where they exist, how often they're interacting with things like your product or service. Uh, you want to make sure you're documenting all of this and look for trends. If you see a trend where the number of, of 
small business owners that you are selling your product or service to is on the rise, then you want to figure out, okay, that means this market is getting bigger. There are new frontiers in this market that I could potentially break into, or there's all this free market space that I need to try and capture. So you want to figure out, okay, what is the best way to go about capturing that? But if you're not documenting any of these trends, you're not writing them down, you're not analyzing them, you're not looking back at past data to see the trends in action, you're going to miss it. Your competition will find it and they will get bigger than you and push you out of the market. So in terms of things like content creation, you know, what new games are coming out? Uh, what new hot online trend exists on Instagram that I can take part in or find a unique spin on that people will appreciate and want to digest my content uh, more voraciously because of it? Uh, these are things that you should be considering. You know, it's always important to be doing things that you like, but if your ultimate goal is financial success and to be your own boss and to grow your company or your business, your content creation platform, then you have to be doing at least some things that are good for growth. And aligning with trends is good for growth, typically, if you catch the trend early enough. If you're coming into a trend late in the game when the trend is starting to plateau or die off, then you're too late. Uh, and chances are, unless you have an incredibly unique spin on that that trend, then you are going to be riding a sinking ship. Uh, and it's but keep in mind, you know, you can do things that you love, and that's what endears people to your business and your content, and that's what's going to keep people around. And you can grow with that, but you're going to see better, faster, stronger growth uh, trying to align with certain market forces. Uh, not such a big deal when you consider content creation, uh, but in most other businesses, you must also consider your pricing and your distribution. You know, how, how are you positioning your product or service uh, in this market? Are you a uh, high price premium service? Are you a low price product that is for like budget seekers or, you know, deal seekers, people that are coming in entry level new to a market? Uh, are, are you trying to capture them? Are you somewhere in the middle of those things for people who are, for example, transitioning from hobby to more like serious involved uh, pastime or side hustle? Are you selling them a product or service that they're using as they transition from those entry level products? Uh, price determines a lot. Now, in a lot of industries, uh, it is death to assume that you will compete solely based on price. Because what's going to happen is you will come in, you will be the new kid on the block, you will undercut everyone in your competition, and your competition, who is bigger, more established, and has a larger war chest than you, will ride you into the ground as they undercut you back because they can afford to take a loss for longer than you can. So it is important that yes, you can be the best value price, but you should also have something else as a part of your value proposition, your, your unique selling position that keeps people around and buying your product, even if your competitors turn around and try to undercut you on price. Something that keeps you afloat for when the uh, price war is engaged. Uh, and then distribution is important because you need to consider how will I get my product or service out to my target market? In the case of content creation, you are looking at everything available online that is social media based. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, uh, 
Twitch, YouTube, Mixer, uh, Facebook Gaming, like find anything and everything that you can to distribute your content and and monitor how your competition is doing their content release and try to learn the best ways to release content for that platform. For example, you want to understand that if I'm going to distribute content on Instagram, then it can't be something that's like a 20 minute long video because people aren't going to sit there and watch it. They want short, quick hit things that as they're scrolling through, they can they can like quickly, perhaps drop a quick comment uh, and move on. Uh, Facebook, you might get a little longer out of somebody. Uh, Twitter is definitely just a quick message, 150 characters, scroll, 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 scroll. Uh, YouTube, though, has the unique position of being a place where you can put longer form content that people will sit and watch for greater periods of time. Uh, and then with the various streaming platforms, really, it's it's all about what does your community digest well. Uh, if you find that your community is is taking in your clip content and your quick hit type stuff very well, but not receiving your longer form content, you either need to grow the part of your community that digests the long form content bigger, or you need to go all in on the short form stuff and and double down on that success that you are seeing with your short form type content. Uh, Other businesses and services, you know, if you are an accountant, how do people find you? How do they get your accounting services? Do they come to your office and you do their taxes for them and do their books? Uh, do you go to them? Are you a traveling accountant that will go on site to clients and perform bookkeeping and tax pre- preparation services? Uh, these are things that you need to consider with any business that you do. Uh, and then sales projections. You know how, um, how how will your sales team sell the product? What kind of uh, numbers are they looking at? Do you have a sales team? Uh, do you have traditional sales? In the case of content creation, you are selling your brand to viewers. Uh, and then if you are big enough, you are selling your brand to potential business partners and those looking to invest in influencer marketing. Uh, so how will you value proposition yourself and your brand to these customers and par- potential partners? Uh, so that that kind of is the overview of how the market strategy section needs to flow and what what kind of information needs to be in it. Now, the next thing, which kind of ties in neatly to it, is the idea of the competitive analysis. This is the next section of your business plan that you should be writing. And really, this answers the question of how do you stack up against your competition? And do not put that you have no competition do not, I will repeat, do not put that you have no competition. If you are a content creator, every other content creator is your competition. Uh, even if it's, you know, hashtag bleed purple and, and your Twitch, Twitch fam is so supportive and everything, that's great. But you are competing for viewers' time. Most viewers are not watching more than one stream at a time. So you are trying to get them for as long as possible fixated on your content. Even if you were the only person on Twitch and that was the only streaming platform available in the world, you still have competition because you are competing for people's leisure time. They could choose to go to a movie. They could choose to go out to dinner. They could be playing a game themselves. They could be playing a tabletop game with their family. They could be sitting and reading the newspaper. These are all things that people choose to do with their free time Why do they choose you 
and your streaming platform over anything else. So you need to be considered, consider it to these facts that you have competition and people have a limited number of hours per day, per week, that they can dedicate to doing something that fits in with your business or your service or you know, even if it's content creation, they have limited time. So how do you stack up? And we, we analyze this through something called a SWOT analysis. That's S-W-O-T, SWOT analysis. That's your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So under the strengths, you want to make sure you answer things like, what am I good at? What is my company good at? What is my product or service good at doing? What is its strong points? Weaknesses, the opposite. What, what am I not good at? What is my company not good at? What does my product or service lack uh, that makes gives it a weak point? Or where is its weakness? Uh, does uh, If I'm an accountant, my strengths might be that I'm very good with numbers. I'm very accurate. Uh, and I happen to have a strong network or something that I can rely on come tax season to really pad my bottom line uh, with a lot of good clients. My weaknesses might be that I don't have a lot of staff. So I'm limited to working only the number of hours that I am able to work. And that may mean potential market uh, share slips through my fingers and goes to my competition. Now, under opportunities, you look for things in the market. So this is why you've done your market strategies section. You look at your market and you decide, okay, where is there an opportunity for my product or service to fit? In the case of content creation, who is uh, who is not online or who is online at a given time doing what? Where can I find a spot? Is 9.15 a.m. on a Wednesday actually the best time for me to post to Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook? Um, is that new hotness game that just came out last week the actual best thing for me to be streaming right now? Or is there another game that also came out on the same day that is selling well that I can go into Steam or the Epic Store or something and see that it's selling well but not highly represented on streaming platforms? Is That, that is an opportunity for me as a smaller content creator to get in and leverage some extreme growth because people will want to be seeing that. Threats are kind of the same in the same vein, um, they are linked to your opportunities. If you have tied all of your content creation to a particular game, then the biggest threat is that that game goes under or that the sequel that comes out that replaces that game is no good. There's a very common case study that is talked about in regards to Destiny. Destiny 1 built a lot of content creators' careers on Twitch and some other platforms. And then Destiny 2 came out and was not received well by the general community. And there was a very vocal group of the community that pretty much trashed the game. And so a lot of content creators essentially lost their channels over the fact that their viewers moved on because they did not want to be a part of this toxic, hateful cycle that was just trashing on this game. And so if you didn't have an alternative source of income or your content wasn't focused elsewhere on other things as well as destiny chances are you are now still in the process of totally rebuilding your channel uh in terms of real world you know other businesses uh if you are an accountant opportunities might be that there is no other tax preparer in your city or that you might be the only cpa that's in the city uh it could be a threat that uh, perhaps there are two or three other CPAs already in the city and they have a lot more experience than you do. Uh, or there is a firm 
that has significantly more resources than you that can potentially buy out your clients or, or afford to hire a lot of staff very quickly to sort of muscle you out of the market. You know, these are all, all things that you have to consider when you're talking about your SWOT analysis. Uh, this is useful as well when you go to secure funding because banks and lenders and investors are going to want to see that you have a level head. They're going to want to see what are you good at, what are you, what are you bad at, uh, where are the opportunities that you might leverage to increase our ROI, our return on investment, uh, and what threats are out there. Are there competitors that maybe we should be considering investing in instead? Uh, if we invest in this, is there a threat that might tank your business in under 10 years before we've secured our full ROI? They're going to want to see these things. And they're going to want to see that you have enough critical thinking and and knowledge about the industry that you're in to know when you're in a strong position and when you're not. Uh, and so it's very important that you keep this SWOT analysis updated at all times. Uh, none of these documents... Uh, that make up the full business plan should be considered static documents. They should all be considered living documents that are constantly updated uh, at least a couple times a year uh, so that you can stay current, stay relevant, and catch those waves and those trends that allow your business to continue growing. Do not be the next Kodak. Don't be the company that rides their existing business model and products and services into the ground as they go bankrupt because they refused to acknowledge trends in emerging markets and products. Uh, don't be that person. Um, if you are a new streamer or content creator, uh, very, very strongly consider getting on platforms like Mixer or Facebook Gaming because those places have more windows for you to potentially find viewership and to grow faster for the same level of effort that you would put in on Twitch. Don't be, don't be uh, beholden to this romantic idea that Twitch is the only way you can be successful in the content creation space because it's just not true. There are still people who are successful through YouTube, though it's also saturated. There are people who hit it big on Twitch every once in a while still. But they they work their butts off for years, typically, before that happens. Uh, and so you're far better off finding a place that's also backed by one of the uh, biggest tech giants in the country uh, through Facebook and Mixer, who's backed by Microsoft, in case you are not aware. Uh, those places are also backed with huge sums of money uh, and also very robust social platforms that can get a lot of cool things in there that perhaps Twitch with Amazon isn't prepared to do with their uh, outdated backend uh, that existed prior to Amazon's investment in Twitch. You know, you, you, you need to look at all of these things uh, and, and be prepared to ride the waves, catch the trends, uh, and, and be aware of the market space around you. So with that being said, these are the next two sections of your business plan. Uh, always be updating them, uh, always be analyzing them, but don't use them as an excuse to not do something. It is important to get started on your business, um, but some of these ideas you can sort of very quickly research and jot down so you at least have an idea where you're headed while you uh, simultaneously flesh out the plan and, and begin implementation of your, your product, service, uh, or other type of business. Uh, over the next couple of days, we will go over the remaining 
parts of a business plan and we will probably talk about some other things that you can do or that a business plan might be needed for. So we'd love to hear your feedback. How's it going? Are you writing a business plan alongside of this? And if so, what are your struggles? Where are you hitting roadblocks? Uh, If you have a business plan, how have you used it to greater success? Please hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at The Moose of Doom, and let us know what's going on with you. Uh, If you'd like to chat in a live format, we are typically live on Facebook Gaming, so fb.gg slash The Moose of Doom, most weekday mornings at 6.30 a.m. Pacific Time, uh, as well as many Saturday mornings, uh, usually closer to 7 or 8 uh, Pacific time, so nothing uh, really concrete there. We'll be playing a lot of different games, but uh, we are always open to chat during these windows of time. So we'd love to hear from you. Hit us up. Uh, you can also follow the podcast uh, or subscribe, depending on the platform, at Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and soon to be wherever podcasts are distributed. Currently on our daily release cycle still, so we're going to look to keep that going with this nice short form content for a little while longer. Um, And please let us know what you think. Share this episode with a friend who you think could benefit from it. And like we keep saying, follow, 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 and let us know how it's going. Thank you all very much. You have a great rest of your day. Moose of Doom out.